Hello and welcome to Minter Dialogue, episode number 290. Today is Sunday the 19th of August 2018. And this interview is with Celia Francis, who's the CEO of Rated People, a marketplace in the UK for tradespeople such as plumbers and electricians. Rated People is a disruptive player making waves. In this interview with Celia, we look at the challenges of setting up and driving this business in what is a £50 billion market. How to create a trusted network, build up the consumer demand with 31 different trades in as many neighborhoods as possible. We also explore how Rated People does its marketing and tackles issues such as machine learning, a world of opportunities with lessons to be learned. Welcome to the Minter Dialogue podcast, where we discuss branding and all things digital. I am Minter Dial, your host, and you'll find the show notes on my eponymous site, MinterDial.com. Enjoy the show. See you the Francis. Thanks for coming on the show. You and I met through our mutual wonderful friend, Rod Banner, and, um, and I got to know a little bit about what you do at Rated People. So in your own words, describe who you are and what you do at Rated People. Thanks, Minter. So I'm the CEO, a job I like very much, and Rated People is the United Kingdom's largest marketplace for homeowners looking for tradespeople, so people who own a home and need an emergency plumber, or they need to have their loft remodeled, or they need a gardener, or they need their roof fixed because it's raining, they can come to us and post and describe the work they need and within two minutes to two hours from posting that particular job they will have up to three different trades people who are local to them and specialized in the work that they are looking to have done give them a call or send an email offering to provide a quote for that particular service so by the nature of the title of your company rated people uh, there's this notion of knowing how good they are because at some level when you have tradespeople, the issue is it's sort of a one-time affair. And oftentimes they come in, they do their thing, they leave. And if it's good or bad, you don't even know. Uh, it actually takes a while for you to figure out that the electricity actually wasn't done well or it could appear six months later. What, 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 how do you describe the challenge that rated people is most solving for in our in our lives in in the uk in particular anyway right so the big challenge is what you described which is that it's difficult to have enough information about the tradesperson that you're looking to have do the work about whether they know what they're doing whether they are charging the right amount whether they're reliable and we offer a good chunk of assurance in that area and in two in two areas. First of all, every tradesperson, after they have done some work, the homeowner gets the chance to leave a rating or review, and that then is published and people can take a look. So you can take a look at the person who's provided the quote to see have they done a good job in the past and what areas has the homeowner said that they've done something quite good and what areas um, maybe not so much. So that can help you make a decision. The other very big thing that we do is vetting uh, before we onboard anyone into our marketplace. Mm. So 
in the United Kingdom, there's an estimate that um, it's almost hard to believe, but that there is of, of the 50 billion pounds of home maintenance and repair work that's done in the country every year, there's an estimate that 20% of that is to consumer detriment, meaning um, not so good or even fraudulent. And so in our platform, the vetting that we do is actually um, quite um, powerful in the of the of the tradespeople who apply to be on our platform, we actually only take three out of four some months. Two out of three depends on how on the look of the that particular batch of people applying to be in our platform. But um, and and the reason we don't take that last person is because we're not able to uh, properly either see their history or um, or in some cases we can see that they are somebody who has committed fraud or had bad workmanship in the past and we then then stop them from coming onto our platform so what that means is that uh, instead of that really pretty appalling ratio that you'd see in the wild so to speak when sourcing a tradesperson on our platform out of 90,000 jobs posted in a month we'll typically get about between 5 and 15 disputes in a month which we then try to um, help uh figure out what's going on and if it's something that is really terrible then of course that tradesperson has to be removed from our marketplace but it does mean that there's a that there should be a really much nicer level of um good feeling that that both we've checked the person before they've been allowed into the marketplace and then afterwards that you can take a look to see what other people have said about this person so you should have a better feeling of confidence and um be able to relax a bit more about that person who's come to do the work. So from what you're saying, you take on a level of responsibility for the work, or at least in the mediation of a dispute. Yeah, well, we are not actually doing the work ourselves. We're still a marketplace, meaning very similar to Amazon. or it's, it's buyers. There's buyers and sellers, and we're putting them together. But before we allow someone to come in to essentially sell their services we are checking them out, and if there are services that are provided that are not up to snuff, we will also not let them trade in our marketplace anymore. Um, there's The responsibility still lies with the trades business. However, what we do do is if there is an issue, we do have a good team of people who will get involved. Um, we do also work with external mediators who will... Um, come to have the discussion between you and the business to say well what's gone wrong and can we come up with a solution here to 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 be able to move forward or in the few cases where let's say um something really hasn't gone well we'll go ahead and and move that person out uh of our marketplace and do what we can to support the homeowner through a process to to make good what what happened going into this notion of the marketplace as one creates this, I mean, there are many different marketplaces, there's oftentimes a challenge on one side or the other, which can be getting people to come to your marketplace mm. and buy your services, yep. or the other one is signing them up. The signing up problem of tradespeople could be, well, why am I going to give away a commission to these people? Why am I going to bother? Mm-hmm. Which side of the challenge has been biggest for rated people uh, up until today? Well, right now, the biggest thing we have as a challenge is signing up the high quality tradespeople. Hmm. So in the past it was we did do the vetting but um, the level at which we're doing it now means that they're that we're really looking at 
signing up the people who are really, really good, and some of those guys are very busy. And right. so the proposition that we have for them or the offer for a membership has to include quite a lot um, for it to feel tempting to um, to become a member. Because um, their business is working. I mean, Well, really. their businesses are working. But, the, but, you know, almost all the businesses, even so, so there are certain businesses where they're Busy most of the time, but often there's at least some gap in the calendar. So maybe twenty percent of your time that's that needs to be filled, and we can certainly do that for people. Mm. Um, there's also another group that does very well with us, uh, which are trades businesses that are ambitious, and those are the companies that are looking to employ, and they like to have they want to they want to create substantial businesses. And for them, we become their marketing department because they can come in, become members, and they'll be able to see all the people that are in the patch that they cover uh, and what they're looking for. And they can then grow their business to suit the demand in their area and even go ahead and employ new tradespeople to work for them to, to start to get um to start to do some of this work that that's being asked for in their neighborhoods or in their areas, and that has turned some of our customers into um, multi multi millionaires because they can easily scale their business to to suit what's what people are looking for locally. So, um, so for those businesses that are really proactive and um, and where they want to be super successful, but also for the businesses that are just looking to. Fill, fill gaps in their schedule. We, we are um, we are a good, really good solution. Um, the other things we offer, by the way, for trades businesses is we offer them a presence on the internet. So we essentially are a way for them to establish their reputation uh, on our site, but then also um, on Google and so on. And then um, we offer a for free. So there's other software companies that have you pay 100 pounds a month, but we offer this for free with a membership. It's a way to manage your work and manage your customer contact and do invoicing and so on. And that software, which is very easy to use and helps you be very organized about your contacts with homeowners and your your pricing and so on, that software we give people for free, and it helps people be quite. Um, uh, professional and well organized um, in running their businesses, so they get that as a sort of le- a software tool. And then, lastly, they get things like free phone insurance and discount on um, building materials, uh, discount on van uh, leasing, and many other very relevant to trades businesses kinds of um, uh, discounts. So, so you've created so, an ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. Of, of of things that are useful for the your customers. That exactly. Are, that would be whether it's legal or insurance or exactly yeah and, the, yeah. and they also presumably a business at least a commission area within that that everybody benefits from yes. but you code us when you started rated people when was that well i'm not the founder right. i'm i'm the current adopted parent so i've got a whole uh history of now three and a half years with the business i came in um as somebody who has started businesses before and has been a CEO before, also of larger existing businesses. So I've kind of gone through many different stages. Um, I also have a tech background, so that, um, uh, and, and I'm very, I'm very operational and a product kind of person as well. So it was an opportunity that I could, uh, I, I felt really excited about it. I, I feel like this is one of the few categories that still has 
no global leader. There's a huge market. So even just in the UK, 50 billion pounds hmm. of home maintenance and repair work. And in our platform, we only do two and a half billion pounds every year, which is a lot. Sounds like a lot, but relative to the potential in the hmm. market, we are we have just lots of room, lots and lots of room to grow. And also some very interesting areas of innovation from a product uh, offering perspective to make it a good service for homeowners and a really great support service for both marketing and overall business support for, for trades businesses. And so um, I'm always attracted to businesses that have huge impact, millions of customers, and where there's, I think, a, a great potential for growth but also great potential for for social impact and mission and i think you know when i saw this business i thought oh cool i i I know how to i know how to i know what we need to do with it and so far so good it's working pretty well we're growing nicely so then how would you describe the mission or the social impact yeah so we are interested in a couple things one is um certainly for for homeowners we know that this is that the home is an area that is obviously the heart and people want to feel comfortable and they want to be able to um, sort out the problems in their home really quickly but with good assurance and we think we can uh, help people with that. But that I think for tradespeople, we are talking about a group of people in the United Kingdom and also in other countries, certainly in the U.S. as well, but let's just stick to the United Kingdom who are at the heart of maintaining the country's infrastructure and are, um, in many cases, highly qualified engineers and professionals who are not just trying to do a good job for a particular homeowner in terms of building uh, something that looks beautiful, but in many cases they're also needing to do a great job for the overall infrastructure of the nation. So, for example, a plumber has to be very conscious of doing their plumbing correctly so that it doesn't go back and then um, do something to uh, backwards pollute into the clean water system, for example, mm-hmm. um, or um, in other areas, for example, there's a lot of responsibility that lies in this group of people's hands related to um, the green agenda. So, you know, looking at things like what size of um, boiler are you installing and is it really needed something that's electrical consumption or electrical consumption you know all of those are things that this is a group of people who are disproportionately important beyond the point to which most homeowners value them Mm -hmm. and so from a mission perspective i'm very interested in how do we um, and I know and spend quite a lot of time with some of these guys because they're great, you know, very important people to, to us as a nation. And how do we change the perception um, that that shows like uh, Cowboy Builder on BBC set up years ago that some of these guys are, you don't, you know, not, not so great. Um, instead, really focusing on what we see, which is that the grand majority know what they're doing and are doing a very good job and are very important and should be compensated also properly for the kind of work that they're doing. Right, so and I, given more dignity, I think, in some cases than than, um, than people traditionally in this country give them. So I, I, yeah. get, I get that, and I can understand how that conversation gives value to them. Uh, how, how do you make that come alive? 
uh, because in the end of the day, these are a lot of individuals in vans doing their thing, and yeah, and you got individuals in homes understanding it. But yeah, is there are there roots for bringing it up and making it uh, having the visibility that you're talking about? Well, there are lots of things that I'm thinking of that haven't come out yet, but I I have. Um, I think at the very least, we're continually profiling our customers. So we're like our customers, I mean, our trades companies that are doing a nice job for people and showcasing the good Mm -hmm. work that they do, writing about best practices in this area, and um, really looking at um, more ideas that we have going forward. So, Mm -hmm. So it is just, you know, growing, growing that group of people. Um, up and getting also attracting more people into the professions and and getting them um, trained at the right level of quality I think is something that's also as an emission part of what we want to take on even though there's it's probably in collaboration with other bodies who, who do this really well but what we're, we're always looking for ways in which we can we can support that agenda so one of the things I was wanting to get into and I wanted to talk about at the beginning was you're coming into a an industry that, on balance, I certainly wouldn't describe it as highly digital. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's sort of nature. I worked in hairdressing, and sort of people work with their hands and mm-hmm. more creative. It's in, in hairdressing capacity, but yep. more artisanal when it comes to the tradespeople. Mm-hmm. And and so, but you still have associations that have been working. I'm sure, yep. just like every other trade. Yep. Yep. And and you're. You're coming in and you're presenting something that maybe Craigslist in America or mm. uh, you know various other platforms in a sort of banal way gave yeah. the marketplace. Yeah. So you you did come in as a disruptor, I have to imagine, at some mm. level. And and ha- describe us how you got through, or, or what are the challenges in in bringing this type of a marketplace into that kind of a business? It's really a good. It is an, it is a very interesting question because there's still a huge number of people who go through directories and yellow pages to mm-hmm. find somebody, or even classifieds. Um, <laughs> and it is, it is, um, it's it, it is very disruptive to be in a position where I think, like I said at the beginning, we can find you someone close to on demand to give you a quote. You can only do that if you're doing what we're doing, which is real-time marketplace matching, right? We are shooting out your opportunity in any given postcode to an average 250 people who cover that area and are specialized in what you're looking for. And that's what allows us to help you find very quickly those um, one to three people who are available right now. So it's really almost thinking about it as if you have all this time-based inventory or capacity and you're like an airline system or one of the sort of airline booking systems and you're able to locate that one seat that's free right now and interested. You can't do that with a Yellow Pages model. You can't do that matching and you can't do that really efficiently. So it means that it takes a lot longer for a homeowner to find somebody and then on top of that, of course, you don't have that much information about the person that you found. Plus, you're not sure there's going to be any vetting. I mean, Yellow Pages does no vetting, right? No. Classifies do no vetting. Sure. So, um, and so that for us, but it does mean you have to build a lot of tech. I mean, we're now using, without 
you know, it being a buzzword, a true, it is a true story. We use machine learning to do the matching really well. So if you're looking for somebody to take a radiator out, we can now say, oh, those are the guys who do that in your area most frequently. This is the stuff that that they are typically interested in. We can do that match for you at that kind of level of specificity. So we'll get yeah. to us a little bit about how you're introducing machine learning. So how many people do you have? working in the company, how many people are techies, if you will, and and then zero in on the component of machine learning, because I think that's yeah. an area that interests many people, but yeah. it seems so vast, the opportunities. So how do you arbitrate and then yeah. allocate money yeah. towards developments? Yeah, it's just, um, so we have 130 people altogether, um, and about 40 of them are focused on tech or product, and then... Of that, we have a smaller group of data scientists, and then because we have a lot of data that flows through, so um, we are able to go ahead and uh, and see. We so what you do is you actually tag everything coming in from a particular job, and then you take a look at everything that a particular company has typically done. And then you can see what is predictive in terms of the match and where it works out best. Because we also, of course, have the ratings and reviews at the end as mm-hmm. well. And so putting all of that data together, we can say, it's not it's not really, it's more, it's just an algorithm really, but it right. just takes a lot of data in and it says, okay, well, this set of people are the most, are the best fit based on what's gone on in the past it's a bit like with amazon right or you know they 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 make a they tell you in my case oh you really like reading science fiction you big dork um (laughs) and so then the next time i come back they give me the more science fiction science fiction how surprising um so it's very similar to that except that we are able to say not just simply oh you're a plumber here's plumbing jobs but we can then Underneath that category of plumbing, there's this vast set of different skills and different types of things that you've done before and that you've done well, and we can then match you best to, and even what the price range is that you typically like to work in. Is it a big job? Is it a small job? And we can then match you to the people who are looking for that, and then vice versa. When you get that person, it's a bit like if you go to the doctor, you want to find the person who's done that particular procedure the most times because you'll because they're the best at it because they've done it the most times because you and, and we are since some senses similarly able to do that in in our particular category i can imagine that the opportunity with all that data uh, becomes v- so vast for example uh, it, you know you could if you wanted identify well in this street uh, there's this the, the profile of the people that get the best ratings is this type, mm-hmm. and so that's and the rate and the matching happens quickest mm-hmm. if you are at such and such a price or you yep. mm-hmm. uh, you no, respond of, within an hour. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. There's there's not there's definitely also sort of patterns, right? There's certain gardeners, for example, who only do three-hour jobs in a certain size garden and so Mm. there's certain streets that that work the best for them because the gardens are three-hour gardening kind of sized Mm -hmm. (laughs) and for them they then have a kind of a mcdonald's like approach to it that they can be very efficient at that kind of type of job Mm -hmm. and so we will match you together and the more the larger we get the better we get at both the 
predictiveness of our vetting engine, but also the predictiveness of the matching in the marketplace. Um, and 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 as such, it's something which is um, it's exciting. It's powerful. I'm sure it, works. it is. It works really well because it makes our trades companies efficient in terms of their use of their time, which is their commodity, really, is their their expertise, but also their time. And then um, as service providers, and then for the homeowners, it's nice and efficient because they know that the person who's coming to do it knows what they're doing and can do it quickly and cost-effectively. How do you involve them in, or to what extent do you involve them within the company and you know, do you, do you have like a, you know, a couple of electricians who are super ambassadors and come mm. in and help you, uh, you know, hardwire, quote unquote, mm-hmm. uh, this type of stuff? Or mm. are you doing it? Uh, how do you get that? It just strikes me that you need to have mm. a good understanding mm. of what it is a three hour garden. I mean, mm. for example. Yeah, well, we meet with our customers, obviously. We have to meet with, and we'd, we'd love to meet with um, our customers and. You know, I take them for dinner, and they come here for croissants. <laughs> um, or we, I just listen to what they're up to. But it's a vast category, right? Yeah. Think about it. We have thirty-one sure. different verticals. Cool. Everything from pest control, which is quite extensive, right? There's lots of different pesties that you That's have to right. deal with. Um, to people who do drainage or plasters or. Tylers and each of them have a different set of skills and it's a it is a in some cases a craft in other cases it's a it's more like a science or an engineering kind of a project um, in other cases it's a bit more like labor and each um, time there are different types of legal ramifications and different codes so yeah. I want to see I want to get mm. into uh, one last area before we close off yeah. which is uh, getting your word out there because mm. the challenge with a lot of these things at some level is getting bums on seats, getting mm-hmm. customers. Your customers are the tradespeople. Yeah. But getting now the word of rated people out to individuals in homes who yep. say, all right, uh, instead of using the yellow pages, I'm going to yep. use yellow rated people. Yeah. How? What no are one should use yellow pages. It's like go. the worst possible <laughs> choice because there's absolutely no vetting. They take literally anybody's money and the people who, some of the people who have the most money buy the biggest ads. So that's, all right. I mean... That's the way that yeah, goes. That's Sorry. <laughs> so, how does what, yeah. what, what, what are you finding is effective? Mm. Whether it's social media, um, bus stop uh, advertising. Mm. What, what, how do you get rated people out there? What's what do you feel is has been effective in getting the name out there? Well, as a tech, as a tech business, we and also because we are a marketplace, what that is, what we can do is performance marketing. Performance marketing meaning that we. We can, so it's complicated, right? You have 31 different verticals. You've got all of these different postcodes. And so then you think about all those little micro markets, right? So it's like the radiator removal guys in W8, right? That's a tiny micro market, but you need to have enough homeowners and enough tradespeople to create a small market in that right. area for that. So Because it's very know. local. I mean, really. Yeah, exactly. Off. So that, like, the majority of the time will find you someone super quick, right? And so. That means that we have to have this detailed geolocal knowledge per vertical, and that's really well suited for digital marketing. So we know and can do the analysis to say and give the excuse me the information to sales. Oh, we need to sign up some more builders in W nine. W nine, exactly, right, exactly. Whatever. So we can do it that way. Um, and then the marketing side, we can do quite a lot of 
work obviously with the search engines, but also with affiliates um, and other kinds of search. But I mean, other kinds of digital marketing. I think building a brand is something that we have invested quite a lot in as well over the years. So we do have very good um, brand recognition in homes, but but we need to be front of mind. And so, how do you do that? Uh, it's something that I think about a lot. And um, there's probably the the way that um, is just to continually be on radio or on TV or so on or in the newspaper. But um, we always think a little bit about what are the cost-effective ways of doing that because it's not as clear always that that, that spend directly correlates to Naturally. revenue, especially within the month or at that very moment. And so, I don't need a, I don't need the electricity today. Yeah, I hear you. The radio. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to last question, which is uh, a little bit tongue in cheek. Yeah. Rated people doesn't sound like rated tradespeople. Mm-hmm. So it le- leads me to think Black Mirror. It leads me to think the new film Rated, mm. which is you know the guy walking around with stars above his yeah, head as rated I've people. Seen that, yeah. What's your opinion of that? Good, bad, and and then uh, then you'll tell us how we can get in touch with you. Yeah, well, I've seen all of that. I find it terrible. I really can't imagine people rating each other I mean, yeah, uh, it's... on a personal level. And it, but it is something, and it is something quite personal, right? Like we mm. get a lot of conversations with our tradespeople about unfair ratings mm-hmm. or homeowners who have sure. you know, complained about something that's really good or or may not be even be able to know if the job was done right. well. I right. Mean, oh he so was civil a, but then bloody he put the what the, the, yeah, exactly. the earth and it may it may be very, very difficult for homeowners in some cases mm. to assess the quality of the work. So um you know, I'm interested in things like expert systems. I'm, and I'm, in other words, like how do you get the right people to provide the right information? And um, and I don't know if we've cracked it yet. It isn't perfect, and sometimes we have to have a system where we allow people to come back and say, "Oh, well, actually, a month later, it didn't work anymore. So let me change my rating and provide further right. feedback." But um, in the case, I think of people selling a service, ratings and reviews do have a good. They do have a good um, service to provide to right. buyers, and so that's a fair enough place to, to be able to do that. You have to have a good system that's fair for both sides. We are also essentially audited by the government to make sure and have given a, been given a clean bill of health that we are doing our ratings and reviews um, honestly and correctly, and we are you know when there is a negative review, it goes up immediately, unlike on some other places, and it does... Yeah immediately become available to see so we feel you know we feel right about doing that but we also have to be fair because there's times when homeowners are you know not being fair unduly unduly hard on somebody yeah so there's so it is a is a difficult one in terms of like rating people just as humans walking around that's pretty appalling so i guess i'd pretty much shy away from that i know people have tried to set up businesses that do that and i think they've seems like they haven't done too well right so, so yeah, of course and so yeah. the future for rated people is uh we got the uk you mentioned other markets is there mm-hmm. a future and are you looking at the financing for that how's that was just give an insight into that I think because the market in the UK is so vast right now, it makes a lot more sense for us to stay here. But we do get um, 
approached with opportunities to go into other markets regularly, and maybe at some point we will. That'd I'm not going to say no to of that. Of course. But right now, right I, now, there's definitely enough more than work enough here. to chow down on in the UK. Yeah. Excellent. So, Celia, how can people find out more about rated people and if you're up for it, well, how can mm. people get in touch with you or follow what you're up to? Sure. So um, we have a lovely website, unsurprisingly called ratedpeople.com. Shocking. Shocking. You can also, either as a tradesperson or as a homeowner, download one of our apps. We have native apps for both iOS and Android, and those are lovely and very easy to use. And... Um, if you're a tradesperson interested in signing up, you would typically come to our site, fill in some information, and I'll have a lovely um, account manager give you a call to learn a little bit more about you and help get you through what we call our sort of temple of doom internally to vet you, <laughs> see if you can be qualified to work with us. Um, and as a homeowner, it's really easy. You just give us a few details about what you're looking to have done, and we'll have someone in touch with you quickly. Well, I know personally we are going to be a user very soon. So, Celia, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it very much. I'll put all, any other links into the show notes you deem fit. And um, good luck with rated people. Thank you very much, Minter. Thanks for having listened to this recording of the Minter Dialogue Show. You'll find the show notes and other blog posts on MinterDial.com. If you enjoyed the show, please like the handy Facebook button. Or better yet, head over to iTunes to give a rating and review. But first, relax to Joss Sax's finger paint. Oh, fill me with all your colors any different way to rid me of the gray and heal me with all your imperfections that you mention in your lack of
Hi, my name is Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called Can I Offer You Some Feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding, or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing business bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com.